Hello, everyone. Welcome to Next Generation Saints. My name is Nick Koontz. Um, this is more of a Christian apologetics network, but at the same time, um, I like to talk about all sorts of different things. So here's what I was actually going to be talking about. I was thinking about last night about what to really have a discussion over, and one of the things that came up was... about mass shootings, about anger. And originally, when I was reading my devotionals, anger popped up. And I was trying to figure out is how would this all connect, because I can think of personal life experience. But one of the things that really popped up was about the mass shootings. I did some research into them to try to figure out why they're happening, who was doing it, what was taking place. And really kind of just... Found out mass shootings, I mean, they seem to happen in Paris. First one was the Garlic Festival. The second one was over, and that was in California. The second one was today at El Paso, Texas, and they're still working on that. Now, I know right now you're going to see a lot of people who talk about politics, and um, they're going to be news outlets. Um, they're going to be advocating for gun, more gun control, new government regulations, and ultimately they're going to be trying to stop gun violence from happening. And they're going to talk more about doing harder background checks, about limiting ammunition and magazines, and even limiting all sorts of different guns. Um, and the list is going to go on and on and on and on. But I believe that the issue is never fully addressed here. I believe that they miss the, they miss the forest for the trees a lot of the time. And <clears throat> one of the things I wanted to bring up was I was looking up about El Paso, oh, not El Paso, about the Garlic Festival over in California. And it was interesting, well, scary when I was reading it about how people right now are going to be very angry and they're going to want revenge and they're going to want the politics to end these shootings. And the person who did this undoubtedly heard all this noise. But I wanted to focus more on why did the person, what were they feeling? What were they going through? What was going through their mind? And I remember at the Garlic Festival, I remember hearing about uh, an eyewitness over on Twitter saying about how <clears throat> they had asked the shooter, excuse me, <clears throat> about why they were doing what they were doing. Why were they shooting people? Why were they causing this destruction? And the shooter had said that he was very angry. And... After that, it kind of got overshadowed by a lot of politics about people saying, you know, Gavin Newsom coming out saying they needed to put more gun control measure in. The politicians came in news news media, but I thought they told they missed this part. He was very angry. I looked up a bit of his history because a lot of times when people are going through bad things, you have to look at their history to understand where they're coming from. This guy got a lot of ideas from. His great his grandfather, who was a Marxist, who got a book, and I forgot exactly the title, I'll have to put it on, on the comments below, that talked about how it demonized Judeo-Christian principles about loving somebody. It said it was weak, it was fragile, that it was not a good idea to love everyone because it just it, it sounded like the Sith, like an evil person. 
<clears throat> don't love, it makes you weak. And it got this kid so angry that he picked up a gun and he went to the garlic festival and shot people. And he was seeking out, out of his anger and vengeance included. And I was thinking about how does vengeance work? Well, I used to be a person before I was a Christian who liked to hurt people. I did. I was picked on. I was bullied. And I took my anger out. And it turns into vengeance. And vengeance, as we know, <clears throat> not only hurts the person that we're trying to hurt, it also hurts the people we love. And it causes devastation and destruction. We've seen it in movies. I think Star Wars is an excellent example of that. We've seen it in the Bible, which is an even better example about this. But we see with these angry kids, because well, kids, I call them kids because they're young. They're 18, 21 years of age. At that point, that's El Paso, Texas. And they're angry. They want vengeance. They feel wronged and they want to and they want to take out their anger. And I was reading my devotional last night. And something came up that I felt the Lord just kind of guided me on to. And so I just looked at it. And it was, um, one of them was Psalms 37, verse 8. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. Then I looked over, it led me over to Romans 12, 18. If it is possible... As far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone <clears throat> or all people. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And undoubtedly, there are other scripture citations that we can go through. <clears throat> Excuse me again. <clears throat> Allergies. But... I find that these people who are getting angry and they're starting to act out of anger and frustration. <clears throat> Again, apologies. I start asking, we ask, how did this happen? How can this have taken place? How could have someone acted out of frustrated anger and revenge and vengeance, all these different things? And I really think it's not such a difficult question to answer. I look at our world of education. I look at our working environments. I look at our political life, you know, politics out in, in our normal world. I look at our, how our society acts. And the more and more I'm seeing, and I'm pretty sure you see it too, is the lack of Jesus Christ, where Jesus Christ is becoming more taboo. He's more used as a swear word nowadays than he is in praise and worship. And when we have Jesus Christ being left out of the equation, next thing you know, Things like this, these mass shootings take place. There's a direct correlation between the two. We need to learn because if we were, if, if this and if these individuals, like the one over at Garlic Festival and the one over at El Paso today, knew Jesus Christ, had studied his gospel, had been in fellowship in the church and very deeply in fellowship, then I believe he wouldn't do what he did because God teaches us. To love one another as he has loved us. To love God with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength. And to love your neighbor as yourself. I feel that we can have politicians who stand up and say we need to put regulations out there. And we need to, you know, stop high-capacity magazines. We need to stop AR-15s. We got to stop these 
this and this and this and this and this, yada, yada, yada. And it's going to continue on it over and over again. But the point we're missing here is a, it's a point of the heart. The only thing I'm going to say about guns is, even though I'm a supporter of them, guns are inanimate objects. They're like cars, like knives, like a microphone I'm using right here. They're like the computer I'm talking on right now to you guys. It's an inanimate object. It does not have a will of its own. It's all about the person, the individual. So we need to focus on that. Because I feel is this is a cancer. This is an evil cancer that's taking place. It's a cancer of the heart that is that Satan is twisting people. He is manipulating the, this world. He is definitely doing that all the time. But he's manipulating these individuals. And where they don't have God in their hearts, and then they start doing these horrible things, we need to focus on the heart issue. The issue of loving somebody, to show them who Jesus Christ is. Not just preach to them, but show them who Jesus Christ is. And biggest of all, not to, not to seek answers after a shooting because we're angry and frustrated, but we are to seek out answers after that. Because if we act out of anger and frustration, we will end up hurting those we love the most and hurting those we actually want to stop. And that's not a good situation. We need to seek guidance from the Lord. We need to understand we're angry, understand our frustration, and do that. These shooters are angry individuals. They're people who don't have God in their hearts, who just want to do it. Now, the one over at the Garlic Festival, not to get too political here, but he was studying and supported this Marxist idea of social evolution. He was supporting the idea that Judeo-Christian principles of loving God and loving your neighbor was weakness and it drove him so angry and so twisted that he went and killed people because he believed it so heavily so i look at this and go it's kind of a two-part problem the first part is going to be we need to stop making jesus and god you know we need to stop making jesus christ as a taboo thing we need to stop taking his name as a swear word we need to start as a church showing more of jesus christ now, we can talk about our ideas. We can talk and, and express things and really just say, this is what's really going on here. And call things out. If it's a Marxist idea, we need to call it out as evil. They're responsible for over, over 100 million deaths in the last century alone. But I think the biggest one of all, when it comes down to these shooters, I wouldn't preach a whole lot. I wouldn't. Even though I'd love to do apologetics, I love talking on this network, I love doing um, podcasting, which I'm actually doing right now and recording for podcasting, is I would love them. I would just show them it. I would hold their hand through it. I would take care of them. I would just start showing love and compassion and start showing it as Jesus has given it to me. So when they ask that question, I can tell them it is Jesus Christ that is in me, the Holy Spirit, that I love them and Jesus Christ loves them. And once we start doing that, first on an individual basis and on a larger basis, on a much larger size, then we will start seeing that these shootings will go down. Why? Why would the shootings go down in the first place if we did this? Because if we teach people to love God with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength and start loving your neighbor as yourself, we can't kill our neighbor or murder them because you can't. You love them. You are told to take care of them and, and to love them unconditionally. Now, I'm not saying that we're all going to get along with everyone, but that's why it says in the book of Romans that just try to live in peace to the best of your ability. 
what I'm looking at ultimately is a lot of angry people. As Christians, we got to love them. If you are affected by these shootings, I would encourage you, I know I'm switching gears here, to don't act out of anger. Don't act out of aggression. Don't get into the deep politics behind it. Don't. Instead, recognize Satan's work, recognize it's a heart issue, and just love unconditionally. And as soon as we start loving unconditionally, as soon as we start doing those things, yes, find the solution. Find a way to stop these things from happening. We may have, You may have to find that it is something political, maybe whatnot. But the first thing we have to do is really start just loving these people. Now, if you have a different idea of how to do these things or have different approaches, I would love to hear them in the comments below. I would encourage you guys to do that. Um, but I just... It was something that popped up in my mind because I was doing my devotionals. So I want to say to you all, I want to say to you all that we just need to love them. So if you guys want to find this channel and contribute to anything, that's fine. Just comments or whatever it is. Find me on Next Generation Saints here on Facebook. Find me on um, iTunes, and find me also on Spotify. It's free. Take a listen. Comment below. But I just wanted to say that with you guys. So until next time, may God richly bless you, my dearly beloved.